0: This is a headgum podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the Headgum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it.
1: Today's topic was New York, and our guests were Brian McElhaney and Nick Kocher. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. (laughs) Welcome back. This is the
0: No Joe Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 82. 82, number of games in an NBA season. Oh, there you go. What about that? What about that? It's a little controversial. I think the NBA is looking to actually cut back on the games played. Do you know that, Bill? No. Why is that controversial? Uh, well, it's contra- because, you know, the TV stations want to air as many games as they can to make as much money, but it's bad for the players' health and the players' union wants to cut back on the games. Yeah. Do you have an opinion on that?
1: I think it's very controversial. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We're trafficking
0: controversy here on No Joke.
1: Um, good segue. We have two NBA players in the studio with yes, us today. Con-
0: the most controversial NBA players we've ever met. <laughs> uh, we've known them for years from New York. Uh, you may know them as Britannic. They currently write for Saturday Night Live, a little program on NBC. Nick Kocher, Brian McElaney. Hi, everybody. Everyone yeah, How are you doing?
1: And I, I just, you guys had a controversial statement right now. Yes, it's Bri- actually a Britannic, not Britannic. So yes. uh,
0: so we're starting
2: out so with a So we're walking consult. out. Okay, uh, and
0: but but So you got, whoa, wait uh, a second, by. Uh, by, so uh Here's one thing. Billy, maybe two hours ago, or was it maybe last night, said, yeah. is it Britannic or Britannic? And because I said, with names. 100% confidence, it's Britannic. <laughs> here, here's, here,
1: here's what's funny. My, my dad still thinks it's Britannic. Really? My dad still thinks it's Harvard Sailing Club. Yeah. <laughs>
2: there you go. Dads so, don't care about the names of their care. sketch comedian science groups. I like think there's a thing also with the dictionary where if you say, you know, like how literally now also means figuratively because they just were like, all right, fine. We'll, we'll change the definition of it. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel it's with it. Where right. I'm like, yeah, it's Britannic. Well, <laughs> we
1: came up with it in 2007. Yes. And we were like, Brian and Nick, Bri- Brian and Nick, Bri- t- Britannic. Whoa. Cool. Yeah, whoa. It's like our names in Titanic. Yes. But then we we're like, no one's going to know to say it correctly. So here's what we'll do. We'll capitalize the B, the yep. T, the A, the N, and the K at the end. We're giving clear. your audience and, a lot of credit there. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're like, then they'll know. And they- so now, no one gets it right, and we still have this weird capitalization. It's just and insane. nobody
2: gets the capitalization right, which... I'm also, I'm embarrassed of the I'm embarrassed of the name because we're now we're 31 right. and we are then introduced to people as Britannic. Like, we're, hi, we're 31-year-olds who are in a club or something <laughs> with a weird name. <laughs> club of two that only we make and yeah, only right, we yeah, preserve. Yeah.
1: We had to grow up, though, because when we were in our early 20s, we were all a part of these weird little clubs
0: with names. I know. That's we how we're. We, <laughs> like, oh, we met you. Our, uh, yeah. Us two
1: and you two, like, we all, we traveled very similar paths. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Which
0: is something that actually we're going to be talking about today, which is New York City. Uh. Um, uh, which is the place where we initially met, you guys, and yep. I mean, we our lives have kind of traveled fairly similar trajectories. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that y'all, you guys are from Atlanta, both, right? Correct. Yes, yes. yes. and grew up and went to school together and everything. Uh, yeah, Yes-ish. we
2: we
1: our paths
0: kept intersecting
1: when we were children over and over. Really?
2: again. Really? We yeah. didn't meet till we were late in high school. Like that. Then we realized f- we were on the same little league team. We were in the same. We were in the pottery class taught by this guy named Mitch Borg. We Whoa. went to the same. We, uh, Mitch these uh, days. P- we have no <laughs> idea. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we went to the same. We not doing great then. <laughs> that is. Funny. We went to the
1: same acting summer camp. There's wow. a video of us performing mime next to each other at age 11. It's like the I, Usual Suspects, where all the pieces start coming. Oh yeah. like my we've God! We've done what? We've done Titanic the whole time. Titanic. Time. <laughs>
0: <We're talking laughs> yes. Um, um, and then you guys. What <laughs> went. a
2: low stakes <laughs> history. <laughs> it sucks. We've
0: been a sketch duo the whole time. <laughs> <A> sketch duo. <laughs> uh, and then you guys were at NYU. Yep. Which yep. is where I was as well. At around the same time, we sort of maybe tangentially. Very possibly. Turf what school, school were you in? Were you in Tish? I was at Tish. Yeah. We were in For Atlantic, right? Atlantic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You're,
1: but you guys... I was in film.
2: That's right. You were a Nick, film student. Nick was Adler. I was in acting. I was in Adler and then I went to the experimental theater wing. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you did Because you have such master control Thank you for of verifying body. that
1: <laughs> <laughs> And what was weird Was that So you everyone was kind of Coming out of NYU At this time This was also the time Where, I don't know We all were looking For a way to perform We all kind of picked This sketch comedy Very accessible way And then we all started Making videos yes. uh-huh. At the same time too Yes. But what's interesting to me Is that Harvard Sailing Team Was out of NYU yep. You guys were out of NYU yep. And Derek was out of That's NYU right. As well yep. And it was this weird thing Where like the internet Is so vast yeah. And it, like covers the whole country Yet it felt like There was like These 20 people over here making But it was yeah, it was. The internet, only, that's the thing. I feel like people now don't realize this. Like, when we started putting stuff online, like you guys yeah. and us, I could count the number of sketch comedians <laughs> yeah. on both my hands. Truly. Like, totally. That was it. Yeah. Derek was the most subscribed well, the to...
2: good sketch comedians, Yeah, I yeah, think. That got and seen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that?
1: When Derek was the most subscribed to comedians on YouTube with 15,000 yeah. subscribers, <laughs> exactly. and it was like... Oh my God! They made it. They How made did they it. do that? But this was like my entrance into New York City. I feel like I didn't go to NYU, so I moved to New York uh, as soon as I graduated college and with Harvard sailing team. Yes. And it suddenly it was like, it was performance. It was like kind of like young comedians, yep. just like doing as many weird shows as possible. Yeah. I feel like you guys kind of had the same thing. And it was a really fun and perfect place for me to be in my 20s. Yes. That's and how I
0: remember New York when City. When we kind of launched Harvard Sailing Team, you were taking classes at UCB and you were at Hofstra at the time on Long Island and you would drive into the city. Yep. You take the Honda Accord. Yep. You Florida. take that Accord. You take that Accord. You yes. drive it. You find a parking spot in New York City okay. on a Tuesday night. Now that we live in LA, what do you think about parking in New York City? Is it retrospectively easier or more difficult? Do you think? No, I don't think it ever. Impossible. It's, it and is. It's always been an,
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, like trying to park in an Escher painting. Like.
1: <laughs> <That's> exactly. <laughs> and also, I've only parked U-Hauls in the. Yeah, way I know, I've ever driven the only in New vehicle York. vehicle we're driving. In right. fact, can you name one thing that is actually easier in New York City? And this <laughs> isn't a dump on New York City podcast. Uh, but I'm just drinking alcohol, drinking, drinking alcohol, <laughs> and oh. then
0: stumbling out of yeah. the
1: bar. Yeah, yeah, drinking alcohol and making a really terrible. Mistake yeah. with someone right <laughs> yeah. after that is much exactly. easier in New York. That yeah. is kind of so. You ubiqui- like when we moved to New uh, L A, suddenly drinking just like slowed down you, to like a halt. I just don't. Yeah, we anymore. would just go to comedy um, so yeah. shows and then we would drink. And yes. then we would just, like, do something, then we would drink. Yes. It was, like, always five feet away. Yes. And Oh, yeah, and I thought, like, that was a bit of us, like, growing up coming here and doing yeah. that. But we'll get into the present New York later. Yes, but, yes. like, going back to New York, no, it's New York. It's New York. Back. It's just, it's so easy to do. You fall right into yes. it immediately. Right. Right. When you
0: guys were kids, do you remember your first, growing up in Atlanta, do you remember what you thought about New York City? Like, from TV and movies or whatever, like, what your perception of New York was when you
2: were a kid? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, well, I, my, my grandfather... Uh, Lived in New York, oh. so he had a place in like uh, Long Island. Cool. So like our family would go up sometimes, and we'd go and we'd see plays on yeah. Broadway and stuff. And I just remember it being like tons of buildings, yeah, lots of chaos. I remember I saw Rent when I was very young, yes, you huh. and I did, and it was at a time Good that I didn't really know what. Right gay was right and i just remember being like like very kind of confused about <laughs> being happy like, is complicated like, why <laughs> is that people are man- dying from being <laughs> happy it's like why is that <laughs> man dressed as a woman Men- like is it a woman character <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. is it
0: just an angel right yeah yeah. Um, yeah so you were making trips up with your family because yes yeah, so fendil- so,
2: but i didn't like it it was always like too chaotic for yes. me yes and then I remember in in high school I did a summer program there, cool. and I was like, I like New York, but I don't want to live there. It's just too much. It's too busy. Yes. It's too crazy. Yes. And then when I got into NYU, I was like, I decided I decided to go to NYU for I think all of the wrong reasons, <laughs> uh-huh. and it worked out great. Yes. But, Why did you? What was sort of the flip? Just just it was like one of the the most the best schools I got yeah. into, and I was like, eh, okay. I don't know that I'll be happy here, but. Yeah. This is like the school that people like light up when I tell them what schools other people will into. be happy I'm yeah. that, exactly. and that's totally what's excited. important. Yeah, I still follow that philosophy. Yeah, exactly. Today. Whatever
0: pleases others and makes me most miserable is my life. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about you, Brian? What was what was? Yeah,
1: I, I remember the first time I really. Because I was a kid and I saw movies in New York and didn't think mm-hmm. much of it, but then I I loved this movie. This is going to reveal how please dorky <laughs> I am. This movie called Searching for Bobby Fischer. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie chess as a chess kid. movie. Yeah, and the kid goes to the Washington Square Park and plays yes. with the guys, and I was like, I got, I want to go do that. Yeah. And so when I was fourteen, I came to uh, New York for my first time. My mom brought me, and wow. I was like, I've got to go play those guys in chess and I had to go and you play chess uh well I thought I played like with (laughs) my friends I I consider myself like a really smart kid when I was a kid I I don't think I was but I I like to think of myself as that of course that's a big step so uh yeah and uh my mom took me to that southwest corner of Washington Square Park yeah I just lost all of her mind (laughs) immediately right um (laughs) what's funny is I ended up my first freshman dorm was Hayden, which is right there on the park, park. which now they've changed to some other name now. Really?
0: Yeah. Right by chess haunts.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But then I went to my high school, I remember seeing, like, really getting into musicals, and I saw this play called You're in Town and became obsessed with it when I was, like, 16. I was so obsessed with that play. Yes. So I would just talk about it constantly, and I think that started making me, like, want to get back to New York because of that one musical. Right. And I, like Nick, I was, I went, my dad took me when I was 17 looking at colleges, and I it's like I like this school it's supposed to be great. Yeah, uh, this city's really dirty and yes. busy compared to like our easy Atlanta Christine lifestyle for real. Life. Yeah. yeah, and but I knew that Nick and our buddy Travis were going. Yep, uh, or at least we we're all really thinking about it. And I knew I had that prestige. Said right. the prestige. Like, Nick's family and friends will be impressed. I'll yeah. go too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I kind of, you kind of just knew. I was like, well, I know, like I want to be kind of huge and bombastic yeah. and be a college kid I know yeah. New York is going to be good for that and yeah. I was right I yes. mean that place is like a casino I, for 18 year I'm
2: curious if, if you guys had this happen I feel yeah. like after going to college there and living there for, like, three months yeah. or whatever, the the journey from zero to pretentious was, like, light Immediate, speed. Uh, I, like, came back to Atlanta and, like, none of this matters because it doesn't exist in New York. Uh-huh. Have you guys even heard of Lou Reed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. We talked about NYU, and I, I think, in a previous episode, and I sort of described it as, like, a bit of an eccentric-off. Like, there was yeah. – I don't know if you got that yeah. vibe. I mean, maybe particularly in maybe Adler and ETW. There was definitely a energy of, like, performing your weirdness a Oh, for bit. sure. Right. Yeah, NYU was is... – And I think
1: that's how, like, most 19- to 22-year-old kids are feeling. Yeah. But NYU just, like, has more thrift stores. Yeah, and exactly. And just, like, yeah. allows you to just, like, f- like, hold your freak flag just a little yes. higher, and more proud. And it's, like – and that's what makes – A Great city, yeah, yeah. like a great place to like kind of come out of college or be in college. And to your
0: point, Brian, exactly to your point, that's exactly what you kind of crave at that age, at like 17, 18. Let me be weird as weird as and bump. You're not putting it in those terms, but you're like, I feel bombastic.
2: And there's a weird sense
1: of safety in that city. And I don't know if it comes with living in a place long enough where you're like, okay, I know how to get around, yes. But I never felt like being in my 20s and being out until three, four o'clock in the morning, like who knows how drunk, I never felt like. Let's be careful around here. For yes. some reason that city like made me feel very comfortable. Yes. Well, there's
2: always there's always a witness. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Always, yeah, there's always, always a, a spotlight, witness. always a witness. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously.
0: Yes. Yeah. Power in numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, did you ever make it back to Washington Square uh, to play chess when you were at Hayden? Did you ever just dip down and tackle? no, rivals? No. I, was, no. I, I
1: think I like
0: thought bad. about it and I was like, <laughs> these guys are
1: so good, and I'm not good at chess. <laughs> yeah. Right. I played a couple games with my dad. I, yeah. I can't beat these dudes. They're yeah. so good. <laughs> yes. And did yeah. you guys start your sketch team in college? Like, did you start doing UCB shows? That? Yeah. Yeah. It was so I, senior year. I remember kind of my. It was, I was in Dublin for my uh, junior year fall semester, and cool. that's when I first saw Derek videos online. Yeah. And I was like obsessed yeah. immediately, yeah. as I think we all were. Yeah. And you were in New York and were kind of starting your own sketch group huh? around that time. Yeah, with, like, I was a in bunch a of different
2: group. I, I'm sure you know some of these people mm-hmm. that were in it. It was called Brave Aunt Beth, <laughs> that was. Uh, uh, a kind of it was like a lot of very talented people but we could not get our shit together <laughs> that's usually like, the story nine
0: point nine percent of such creeps yeah. we, yeah. we
2: put like there's a, you know i think the the, the videos are still on, <laughs> still some videos online <laughs> <Yeah>. dark web <laughs> there, there's one video that like we put online that i pulled off a couple of years ago cuz i was like i went back and watched it and was like this does not hold up this is Wildly offensive. Yeah. I do mean, not stand by this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I do not stand by this. Yeah, we used to have one of those we did live on stage. Yeah. Like, really?
0: Why You're do we... Did we get a
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. some on someone's tape, someone's like high
0: eight tape somewhere yeah. to yes. to Destroy. So you were watching uh, Derek videos in Dublin, you were sort of bubbling up with a sketch group and in New York. Yeah. I, I remember like, yeah. watching
1: it being like, oh, because I was like, I am in film school, right? But I, I love performing, I haven't done it in a while. Oh, they're like Dan Ekman is shooting these really well, yes. but they also—I was like, wait, this is a great way to like just make something. And yeah, short, it's possible now. And it's possible. These cameras have started to come out now. Yeah, it's I know. Possible. YouTube and YouTube, it's, YouTube, YouTube yeah. right? Well, what's funny is like I feel like now if you're a kid or you're a teenager, everyone's like, go to YouTube. You want to get big? Go to YouTube. Get seen. And at that time, it was like, go to a film festival. Like yes, there right. was—I I remember being like, I think, I think maybe this YouTube thing is a way where I can practice my directing. I got to find a partner. Who could it be? Mm-hmm. Oh, probably Nick. Mm-hmm. And then like. We just started talking about it towards the end of junior year. And that summer, 10 years ago, almost to the day, we shot our first sketch. Wow.
2: Yeah, uh, really? Uh, yeah.
1: And uh, we didn't put it online until January of 2008. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, classic nine months of editing. Uh, three yeah, movies. exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah. We market tested it. The fall of our senior year, and we were like writing and filming about cool. bunch.
1: We filmed like five sketches. Right? Like, that we, was like, us too. We were compulsive.
2: Yeah. 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 One a week. We'd shoot four in a day. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Right, right. And then we, I remember we, we didn't have anything online. We'd never performed live. Yeah. And I found out about the San Francisco Sketch Fest. Yeah. And so we edited... we Like, the videos weren't even finished editing. We edited them to the last second to, like, put burn them to a DVD and, like, make the the Young midnight... Internet internet off of <laughs> yeah, I've had so many SF things in my yes. life
1: where I, like, emailed some... Or FedEx something at midnight. It's yeah. just, like,
2: my whole life. The artist's way. Yeah. yeah. And I remember when we... <laughs> Just being like, I really hope we... We always sent where those three videos we didn't... Normally, they want you to send, like, a... a like a, a video a, live yeah we had like three right. videos
1: that like those... no one had seen before <laughs> yeah, yeah. we didn't like, even
2: we... know if these were good yeah and then when we got into the sf sketch fest i like i don't know that there's been i've had you left i've a, been more excited you or happy a right about on, on my phone and oh. it
1: was like you were like call me back Dude. I have, this is
2: the most our lives <laughs> thing. are about to change <laughs> we, folks,
1: we had one of those moments too we were about to do some like weird show in like deep Brooklyn. It was like we've been doing comedy for a long time now. And it was like, why are we exactly doing this show tonight, Adam? Right, right. And then we found out we got it to Just For Laughs. And I remember you and I like Lost it in like a public restaurant, and it was like, Oh, okay, sweet. This is, yeah. Put pin, yeah, put a pin in one of these moments uh, yeah, for a exactly. second. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> the little victories. It's so funny, like, because you know, as we get older and have more successes, yeah. the bar always raises, yeah. and the goalposts always move. But it's fun to think back to those times when the goalposts were so accessible, the exa- they were right there. <laughs> right, success- every
0: little thing was so exciting. We successfully emailed our submission video. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. So, you guys went to do San Francisco Sketchfest before ever having performed live together. Yeah. We
2: yeah. had to write a live show, they were we like, You've you got a great. You've got a thirty-minute slot, and we were like, "We what need are to we write doing? some <laughs> live sketches." <laughs>
1: what is that? So we showed our video. That was actually, out of all performances we've ever done, that was one of, if not the most memorable performance. Oh, because of course. we did at this place called Throckmorton in Mill Valley. Heck yeah! And uh, we brought four of our good friends help us out. Like now we just perform the two of us, but like yeah. at the time we we're like, "Oh, yeah, we, we need more Safety people." Helpers, so yeah. Right. And we showed our videos, yeah. and our parents flew out, sweet. so it's yeah. like they yeah. were there. Yeah. Sweet. And. The best part was Robin Williams showed up. What? And Whoa. so uh, we were Whoa. like. Bury the
2: lead. What? Ended the, the. He was we like were, backstage. We, we were
1: supposed to be last. And he was like, You're not last anymore, kids. And <laughs> yeah. so. The genie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so he like watched our show from Whoa. the wings and like gave us compliments afterwards. And then afterwards we like, we went and sat in the audience with our parents and we watched Robin Williams improvise that, for a That's an hour one of those moments wow. where you're sitting there and you're like, I have to do this for the rest of my it, life. Yeah. It like, was. What other choice? Wow. This is it was magic. pretty yeah. amazing. And they, like, we had never shown our videos or live wow. sketches and we did it in the the audience
0: ate it up. Uh, it was amazing. Awesome. It was Robin Williams saw your literally your very first catch very first show. Time. Oh my god! Yeah. Or he
1: pretended the, to pretended afterwards. To. He <laughs> napped yeah. through yeah. it. Yeah, he napped through <laughs> it. Let's go into the first ad break. Great. Uh, ad break, real quick. We'll come back and do uh, the second act. We'll do it here with Britannic Perfect. Once again, thanks to Blue Apron. For those who don't know, Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Mm -hmm. And they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs.
0: They have partnered with over 150 local farms fisheries, and ranchers across the U.S., and as a result, seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Side note, Monterey Bay Aquarium, so cool. Beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised animals, and the produce is sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. Here are some of the
1: featured upcoming meals offered by Blue Apron. Seared chicken and creamy pasta salad with summer squash and sweet peppers, Mm -hmm. fresh basil fettuccine pasta with sweet corn, and let's call it cubanelle pepper. Cubanelle? Yeah. Is it cubanelle?
0: Cubanelle, maybe?
1: And chili butter steaks. Don't know what those are, but I want them all. Butter steaks? Chili butter steaks with
0: Parmesan potatoes and spinach. And finally, creamy shrimp rolls with quick pickles (laughs) (laughs) and sweet potato
1: wedges. So here's the call to action, folks. (laughs) Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free. Yes. Three free meals. A full that day comes, of eating. That comes with free shipping. So not a dollar will be spent mm-hmm. by going to blueapron.com slash no joke.
0: Once again, that's blueapron.com slash no joke to get three free meals. Blue
1: Apron, a better way to cook.
0: Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. We are here with Nick Kocher and Brian McElhaney. Uh, you guys uh, work at Saturday Night Live, which is in Midtown Manhattan. It is. Where the hell do you get lunch? Uh it's just there like is- shitty delis
2: forever. Oh, there's God. a, there's
1: a concourse in the basement of Thirty Rock. Okay. so it has a yeah. bunch of okay. restaurants. But boy, you <laughs> get tired of those. Pretty it good. is <laughs> slim
2: pickies. <laughs> that's a one just that's-
1: salad <laughs> pretemanger. <laughs> nothing but prédemanger. Uh, pret- <laughs> yeah, Predamanger. <Pret-Manger, laughs> runs the streets of New York. <laughs> witchcraft. Yeah. yeah witchcraft. Uh, oh, these names get old, but uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> which is a shame because pot mm, bellies. one of the one of the things I miss the most about New York is the food. Yeah. Specifically the pizza. Yes. Specifically the chicken rolls. Yes, Billy. I feel like there's not... The casual Italian does not exist in the same way... And I don't know if New Yorkers yeah. even know how much Italian they're given. Just a pepperoni oh, wheel.
0: I would oh my, my kingdom God. for a pepperoni wheel in Los Angeles. I, it just doesn't exist. I always I feel like, like. What is a pepperoni <laughs> wheel, Adam? <laughs> kind of what it sounds like. Uh, it's a. I would say it's a discus uh, that sort of looks like a maze, and it's garlic bread. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Right, kind of. Like, it looks like almost like one of the shining topiary things, just a sort of a maze, uh, and it's garlic bread. I, I want to say with pepper. What's the pepperoni right lined? lined lining. Do you know Lines. what the hell
1: Adam's talking what? about? <laughs> All right. You guys don't know. You don't know a pepperoni. Wheel I have right? a
2: definition maze in my head, <laughs> head that I'm not totally sure is the same like a corn sure. maze we're, we're
1: talking like a corn maze
2: where you it looks like a corn maze a corn maze yeah.
1: pepperoni yeah wait do you what? know that game where you have to roll the marble location? and try and avoid the holes <laughs> Yeah, it's like dimensional yeah like, labyrinth so, so labyrinth. imagine
2: like a like a
1: pizza labyrinth yeah, what the yeah. fuck okay. are they talking about <laughs> and if you can get to the middle you're rewarded with cheese <laughs>
0: you win with the cheese the cheese is the <laughs> <laughs> I've actually had riddle yes I know and that's
1: what we miss you know all New Yorkers miss that the maze with the cheese in the middle
0: it's a miss. labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely.
1: Yeah. The f- Italian in New York. Are you? It's yeah. the oh, best yeah. thing in the world. I, I always say I think L.A. has maybe like better produce. Like the foods yeah, are very course. green and colorful, yes, yes, which yes. is but, cute. Yeah, but, but in the winter uh, New York has like want... better like. Chefs, yeah, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. I love Little Frankie's, which is this place on First and First. It's okay. this amazing Italian restaurant. there, oh, yes. yeah. It's in the, the kitchen every night's open until two a.m. Yeah, so man. especially at SNL, it's like I'll get there at one a.m. and just like have a yeah, pasta and a right. pizza and a bottle of wine, and yes. it's the best thing. Yeah, in the that world. midnight dinner is another thing that I miss about mm-hmm. in my present life yes. in uh, New York. In like Los Angeles, uh, you eat dinner at like seven so you can get parking. There,
2: yeah, you yes, know exactly.
1: Whereas in New York, the night can kind of just come to you, and then you can just find yourself at the diner at yeah. midnight. Yeah, you, yeah. You yeah. had this thing where you're like in New York you get like five chances to make it a good night oh Oh, yeah like on a
2: on a Friday or night you'll be like I wanna go have fun you can go to like three terrible parties and go no 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 and still be like "Uh, yeah like sure I'll go to Brooklyn and check that the concert out or something whereas in LA it's like you get maybe one shot one shot like if your buddy's like night. I have you're a great
1: party it's in Venice you're like okay <laughs> if this is no good that's it I guess I live in Venice then yeah. Yeah. that is a John Apatow movie premise you got <laughs> yeah. five good right. yeah, yeah. five shots at a good night yeah. Yeah. it's like I don't know how it plays out but like that's the buddy comedy yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. a slick guy who's got taking five shots out. tonight, got yeah. yeah. five Bro, shots that was only your third shot yeah. we gotta go up
2: to Tribeca uh.
0: exactly. yeah. in LA you're right LA your three shots are like maybe the drive to your friend's house will be fun right and it isn't it isn't Yep. The time at the house is a gamble. Right. Maybe there's yeah. a pool there, maybe not. Right. A lot depends. And the drive back. Yep. Those are your three shots <laughs> to have a fun night. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Social victory in LA is getting out of a party before going there uh, without like any sort of responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Where no one's where no one questions it, yeah, just yeah. like, oh, you're not going anymore? Fine. And you're like, whoa, well, I can stay home. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah.
0: Successfully yeah. leaving is, is the coup. Yeah. Whereas leaving in New York, it's yeah.
1: we used to say that it's you buy the community, not just the apartment. So That's it's right. like there's mm-hmm. your surround your you're going out. You have to be out. Yes. Or at least you'd you'd be happier there. Yes. And it's also weird when it's like, whenever I'm in L.A., it's... Because I'm I'm known to stay up late and sleep in. It's sort of just always been my nature. But in L.A., I, it's hard for me to sleep past ten thirty. Like yeah. that's like late for me. In New York I'll sleep till five PM. It right. just happens. It's my right. it pleasure. Yeah. Right. It's, it's nuts. Right. I used to say that there's nothing better than having nothing to do in New York City and wake up and it's raining. Uh-huh. But there's nothing worse than having tons to do and waking up in New York City and it's raining. It's rain. Uh, oh my yeah. God. Like the rain
0: can go one of two ways. Yeah. yeah. That, that can be a destroyer. Yes. Oh, I was God. in New York recently and I was honestly floored, and I know we feel like middle-aged people talking about this kind of thing, but I was kinda of floored by how downtown Brooklyn. I was like a little taken aback by the degree of construction of like new development and how Brooklyn is like, I was like, holy shit, just like 360
2: degrees of
0: skyscraper construction. I was like, wow.
2: Are you guys living in Brooklyn?
1: I'm in Williamsburg
2: right now. I used to be in Williamsburg. I'm in the East Village right now. Okay, got it. Yeah.
1: That's mm-hmm. what I, I, I Last time I went, I was like, "Man, if I were to move back here, what you guys did." And I'm curious about. I just was thinking, like, the just getting real estate, like finding that apartment, is one of the most stressful. Yeah, it's just-
2: terrible when you're coming because, fr- like, w- when we were going back for SNL, yeah. we had now lived in LA for two right. years right. in right. houses, Spoiled. right? Yeah, and Spoiled. then you go back and they're, you're like, "Oh, yeah, well, I'll, I know that's New York, so I'll pa- I'll plan to pay a couple hundred dollars more than I'm currently paying." <laughs> hundred doesn't apply, anymore. and then yeah, the word hundred, they're like, all right. I'll show you an apartment for like Thirteen hundred dollars, and you're house. like, "What yeah. are you talking about?"
0: It's inside of my own house. <laughs> like, ah.
2: yeah. like this apartment doesn't have closets or a kitchen, <laughs> or a and like, you, you, it's sometimes the, the roof or... isn't there. <laughs> like,
1: how is that though? The transition back to New York because you guys did have a house yeah. for two years, which is yeah. like feels like like the beginning path of retirement. I, you know, right. more yeah. space. I literally I turned thirty last August, and I was right. like, you know what? I've been here two and a half years in LA. I guess I've like started slowing down a bit. Maybe <laughs> right. I'm like starting to. In my thirties, like yeah. gracefully, right? And it was like come to New York, and it's like here I am living with two other roommates in our in Williamsburg. My place is falling over. Oh, Twenty-five and it's, like, again,
0: whether I like it or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Does it feel
1: like the first go round? Though obviously you're a different person, but
2: like did it's LA different. make it like harder to? It, re-adapt? it definitely
1: has not felt the same New York to me. Well, you, it's so. interesting.
2: Yeah, so much of New York I feel like to me was like my friends, right. and all of those friends now live here yeah. in Los right. Angeles. Yeah. Right. I that's yep. true. That's so a huge part of it. going back yeah. to, to New York, it was. Like, like during the show, I just wasn't even seeing anybody because, right. like, the, like, the few friends I had, the schedule didn't work out. Yep. Right. So I, I – I mean, we both stayed for the month of June. Yeah. Um, my sort of reasoning for wanting to stay in New York for all of June was, like, I need to – make new friends and kind of like (laughs) be able to have a life here uh rather than just running back to like my friends in la that's right
1: but i was like even on our weeks off you come back to la most time i stayed in new york and even still when i had nothing to do it was very different partly because most of our friends were out here but the friends that were in new york they're now 30 and have jobs, and some are married. They're not all 23 Looking and broke go and have out. nothing to do. Yeah, right. which there was just like wild parties and insane every night. Yeah, and there's that. That's just not how it is anymore. And also, I'd go to UCB sometimes, yes. and I'd be like, "How does that feel?" I'd be like, "Who are these kids? Yeah, yeah. yeah. who are these right. kids? they're all teens." That happened to me a couple of years ago. I was like, "I'm just gonna go down and like see the gang." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I know, but I was like on the stairs. I was like, "What gang am I expecting yeah. to see?" And when I got there, I was like. What am I doing? Yeah, right, here? <laughs> I don't know any of these tracks. Like, I can't or talk Geiler's. backstage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I, I used to be able to be like, I'd walk in, like just like wave to the person, the cashier. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'd be like, Hi. Hi, I'm a performer, and they like looked on things like you're not on the the New York UCB yeah, sorry, side. I'm like, yeah, it's probably because I'm on the L here's $5 yeah. for this show. <laughs> bio, Brian friend. was nominated for an ECNY award in 2011. <laughs> yeah. I swear I've done swear. other things. When we uh, got our first ECNY oh, nomination, ECNY. we were like, <laughs> whoa!
2: Oh, Let's do Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, I was so nervous. That oh, oh wait. Can I get a emerging emerging story comments. really quick oh, about the, ECNY's? When I went to the yeah. 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 So we went to the ECNYs. We had been nominated Oh, wait. We for should talk about
1: the ECNYs were an award called, originally called the Emerging Comic of New York, I believe, but then they got rid of the acronym for some reason and it was just the They were sued.
2: There were some... Something else was called that, and so they couldn't call it that anymore, but they didn't change the name. They said, we're the ECNYs, but it doesn't stand for anything. And
1: they held it at comics most years, and it was
2: literally an award that no one knew about except if you were nominated.
1: Nail-gazing award. And
2: so we're at this award (laughs) show, and one of our videos had been nominated or something, and... We, we decided to go, this is like our second time going, and uh, we're sitting in this audience, and Brian is sitting to my left, and then Brian's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And he leaves, walks like the five feet over to where the bathroom yes, is, yes. which tells you exactly what type of room <laughs> this is. It was a gala. Yeah. It was yeah, a gala. Yeah. Uh, and then while he's in the bathroom, Reggie Watts comes sure. uh, and sits down in Brian's seat right next to me. He's and a golden god. At him. the time, he's a golden yeah, god. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, now he's, like, much bigger. At the time, he was easily the biggest star in this room. Without a doubt. Uh, (laughs) So I, like, lean over to say to him, and I say, like, Oh, sorry, someone's sitting there. And he doesn't hear me. Or he hears, he knows that I've said something, but he doesn't hear the words because he goes, Oh, thanks, good to see you. Oh... and, and like, I go Then what do you do I don't know I just was too. like I, I guess he's that's where he's sitting and now. I just
1: literally I come out of the bathroom and I turn like stop dead in my tracks and I just see like you know huge Reggie Watts there and Nick and Nick just I wish I could show you he was just like looking at me like <laughs> I don't know dude I just like I shaking his head
2: I his tried eyes. it didn't work and I like and Brian I understood immediately
1: like, I, was I was like, like I,
2: I
0: think I did the exact same thing <laughs> so did dude, you just stand gonna, for the rest of the show yeah and that's how I became the
1: bathroom attendant
2: at the Awards Nick then started a duo with Reggie Watts yeah it is it's called reg-tanic. Reg Tannic or Reg Tannic his, his, his uh. dad
1: <laughs> so you guys aren't hosting
0: this year's ECNY's is that what uh, Do, are they you know,
2: still are know, doing it <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love the non-committal like the uh, it's like does the NY still can we commit that that stands for New York yeah, does it doesn't we stand, stand for anything we would have
2: picked these four letters <laughs> no, regardless yeah, of the I acronym think, or not
0: we wanted this name the ECME yeah, it just rolls anything. off the tongue uh, yeah. yeah. really quick can we get an on the ground report of this New York City subway situation is it literally does it feel like they're all breaking at once because that from like reading it on the internet and seeing like New York subway transit meltdown it's
2: hard to tell what, because yeah, what's happening? I'm off of a different I'm now off of the BD I used to be in Williamsburg off yes. of the L Right. And I would take the NRW everywhere. Yes, yes. But now I take mostly the BDF, because that's what I'm Mm -hmm. off of. And that is a piece of crap. It's a piece of crap. Uh it's <laughs> it, you know, barely come it's yes. it's it, I've been waiting a lot longer. Yes. So I, I don't what's know if that's because of the meltdown MTA right now or whatever. The are saying I don't know.
0: I I'm susceptible to the fear mongering sort of gothamist headlines. It's like it's say, literal New York City subway state of emergency. Oh and like the trains are breaking and and so one train stalled halfway through the tunnel and the oh, passengers I, have to I crawl saw that out and video. walk the rest of the way. Right, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah that's a nightmare yeah, yeah. So I just wonder how ubiquitous it actually feels. It, it, to me, I've just always felt
1: like New York. Every time any subway stops in the middle, I'm You're always like, well, like, "I'm dead." Like here. ever since I was 18 it's years old, it's like, happening huh? now. It turns out it's happening now. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, here comes the flood. <laughs> yeah, sure. You have to die
1: here, but here we are. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then everyone's talking about the L train shutting down in 2019 or whatever. Yes. which no,
2: is, I think earlier. Right? Is it I, I 2018? Know. I think it's next year.
1: I heard twenty seventeen at first. I was like, No, that can't be because I'm moving to now, Williamsburg. Now. People yeah. are like, oh yeah, it's 20. Everyone says a
2: different year. Yeah. You I know who I don't we know.
1: are now, Adam. We are now our aunts oh, God. who when we moved to New York City oh, and like we were just like going through our day-to-day lives and like crazy bullshit headlines were like flying to, into USA today Didn't Our even aunts notice would call us and they'd be like, We hear that the subways are closing down, like everything's yeah. crazy, is everything oh, crazy? And God. you are us, and you're like, no, no Aunt Linda. Like Uncle Adam, it's we fun. get around. It's, we just get yeah, to work. Yeah. It works out. I just remember when I, when I was a sophomore in NYU, <laughs> oh, yeah. so 2006 ish, five. Um, there was something that happened where it was like they said there might be a, like a terrorist attack in the subway yeah. this weekend. Like someone got that intel. And right. It was all bullshit. I remember this. Remember but I remember my buddy Pete was like, dude. I just called my mom and I told her and I really like I, I I amped it up. I told her that it's pretty scary here. She's paying for my cabs all weekend. She said, Don't take <laughs> oh, the subway. Oh, oh, and oh, I was, was like I was left, like, oh left. my God. And I called my mom and I was like, Oh, it's terrible out here. <laughs> Like, I, th- I think I want to take cabs. I don't have any money, though. My mom was like, use our credit card, blah, blah. And I was like, Brian, this is great. I, I
0: think I might want to take cabs these next few weeks <laughs> yeah. just to be safe. Yeah. Yeah. So we have Nick's Judd Avatar
1: movie and Brian's sitcom. Yeah, yeah <laughs>
2: exactly. How to get away with uh, New York City. credit card cab. Uh, yeah. That's so funny. Um,
1: yes. Let's go into our second ad read real quick. Great. And then we'll come back and talk about our future lives with New York City.
0: So we got an email here at No Joke from one of our devoted listeners, Tyler Mattingly, uh, who put us on to a really great charity called National Summer Learning Day. Now, National Summer Learning Day itself was July 13th, which is, of course, in the past. But we just figured that we'd shine a little light on this organization regardless.
1: Kids work hard to learn important skills like math and reading during the school year, but each summer, they can lose up to two months of those hard-earned
0: skills. Cumulative years of summer learning loss puts kids at risk for not graduating high school and can jeopardize their future. The National Summer Learning Association and no joke, want to shape smarter summers, brighter futures for our young people, and you can too. Keep kids learning this summer. Visit summerlearning.org to learn how. Once again, go to summerlearning.org to learn how. Thanks again, Tyler. Welcome back. We are here with Nick Coacher Brian McElhinney, talking about New York City. Yeah. Adam, we haven't talked about your experience with New York City. Yeah. Um, What made you, did you know you were going to NYU? Not really. I mean, like, I'm kind of a path of least resistance kind of fella. And I was like doing high school theater in upstate New York, where I grew up. And I went to this one summer acting program. Mm. And the sort of teacher, the mentor type guy happened to have gone to Tisch. And he was like, why don't you think about it? I was like, I don't care. And fine. So I just sort of, oh, right. almost on a whim just kind of like applied a little bit or whatever. And then I had a friend named Brian Baum who had read the practical handbook for the actor and the David Mamet book and was like really specifically into at the Atlantic Theater studio at NYU it was the best and you've got to go to that one. Again, I had not read up on any of the studios. I don't know
2: if you had, Nick. Did you have, like. I knew no, I knew that Adler had taught Brando, is, and I was like.
0: 18 so, years old. And, and yeah. he's
2: the best one, so I'll do that one. 18 years I also old. want to be on the waterfront. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so that was essentially the
2: thing. It was like, yeah, right. he was like, do
0: Atlantic. I was like, okay, then. So what, there was no sort you do of for your audition. I did the Howard Quarter uh, monologue from a boy's life, the Howard Quarter play, and I uh-huh. have a theory that the only reason they placed me in Atlantic was because that play was like one of the plays that Atlantic moved to Broadway a few years previous, so it was like Atlantic's pet play that Uh, I coincidentally did a monologue from, so I think they just shoved me into Atlantic. Um, best shovel that has ever possibly happened. I mean, what a fortunate shovel that, well, that was. I would one love shoveling to see you dramatic acting. I <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> I said, yeah, I remember I used to, before Harvard Sailing Team, I would go, because I grew up next door to Chris Smith. Uh-huh. Um, I would go see his plays when he was at NYU. He, he studied in the same class wow. as Adam. And they did a Shakespeare play. And I don't even know if Chris was in this one. Yeah. Do you remember which one it was? You were Rosencrantz or Guildenstern. Yeah, sorry? that's Hamlet. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were one of them, right? Yes, I was one of them. Yeah. And I was. This was Adam doing dramatic acting, and I was like, and I had seen him do comedy, and I had seen him do other st- stuff, and I was like, holy shit, this <laughs> wow. guy is oh, Bill. unstoppable! Like, just he's an amazing actor, and yeah, you well, should see him do drama. That's really I would sweet. love yeah. to say. Yeah. Brian
0: sucks. But Brian does suck, right? That's what I'm very. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Let me get here. The same kind of support I, systems are clearly in place within the groups. Let just speak about Shakespeare, though. But you guys, one of my favorite footnotes about y'all's career is uh-huh. that you were in Joss Whedon's Much Ado About Nothing. Yeah, so we're you guys rec- were involved with that fantastic sort of cornucopia of a Joss Whedon Shakespeare Britannic. How did that come that's, together? Even that's
1: one of the best things that we've. <laughs> that's ever That's crazy done. cool. Uh, it, the whole story is kind of fairy esque. Joss. Put a uh, We had like a Google alert for Britannic. We still do, just right. in case people were talking about it. Yeah. And it That was clutch in 2008. Ex- Harvard yeah. so Sailing Team had one too. You had to have one. You had to have thing. one. And uh, we had a little thing pop up because Joss, the day before he started production on Avengers 1, Whoa. wrote a blog post that said, here I am. I'm overwhelmed. There's one thing getting me through this pre-production process, Stop, don't be and it's these guys. You knuckleheads. And he, he linked to Academy Award trailer yeah. and teamwork one and, of a, one of, and, and Eagles for People and Horses. The catalog yeah oh I was just and just it was just such an with your insane
2: tangent in the middle of yeah, this you, avenger's announcement. Like... Like all the <laughs> blogs, like a lot of blogs covered it because they were like, "Oh, he's beginning production on Avengers," and like, and then they would all say, "And then he goes on to talk about some other stuff."
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> You're the other yeah, yeah. stuff, like, man. We're
2: that stuff. So we yeah, are, like
1: stuff. Call our agents and managers. And we're like, is this his real email? Yeah. And they looked into it and they're like, "Yeah," or his real, you know, blog post, or whatever. And so we contacted him. Or do we send an email? Do we send someone? No. Do we, we send commented uh, on the blog our, our post? Our agent
2: yeah. like got word to his agent yeah. something like hey they'll act in something that he does <laughs> and i think probably joss was like yeah i know no, i know yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm familiar with what they're doing and <laughs> just it's just something <laughs>
0: tells
1: me that they'd be open well here's the th- crazy part about it though is i feel like joss is so humble that like so he started doing this in september a couple months later mm-hmm. he was putting together this cast And his assistant, Danny, Mm -hmm. said, what about the Britannic guys for Mm -hmm. these two Watchmen? And Joss loved the idea. And basically sent us an email saying, like, you want to come do this? Mm -hmm. I I can't pay for anything, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, even though he could. He <laughs> it's all gonna, And we were like, he's like, will you fly over and do this? And we were like, yeah, yes! but, yeah of course. Yes. Right. We yeah. flew over. We'll fly to walk your dog. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. And he, he, the whole time he was like, I can't believe you guys flew to do this. And here's the crazy part. He is Joss, I think, is perhaps the biggest Britannic fan we ever met. He, he was, was, like, quote your videos he was quoting it, like, it to us and like <laughs> blushing and saying, like, I'm sorry. It was like, so it was wild. like, what? Which is you? so rad because you saw a Derek video years prior and you were like, oh, I'm so jealous of like what what they're doing. Yes, and like, absolutely. I want to just make like, Good filmed, good comedy. Yes, well filmed good comedy, and then he is praising you for that years later. It was amazing. It's yeah, like, it's, oh, this came full circle. Yes. Yeah, it, he's incredible. And here's the best part about doing uh, Much Ado is mm-hmm. that, like, everyone you know always asks, like, when you shot that movie, TV show, whatever, do you guys still all hang out? And you're like, no, but we. D- it's like that whole. Group. In that case, you do really. Yeah, Josh yeah. loves hosting dance parties amazing. whenever he's in New York. He'll like rent a suite out and like throw a, a running shrades yeah. game. Or, or when we're we're going to a party tomorrow at his place with that whole crew. Like and it's just like
0: circle. Yeah. yeah that's- it's great. Like, nice he's circle. Incredible. Yeah. God. And what's well, our, you shot that in New York though? No, we shot it like, here. Oh, oh no, here. We he shot LA, that yeah. here. Okay, he great. Flew out, God, he flew out from New flew out from Shut it yeah. in his
1: house. Yeah. That does feel like it's a third act of No Joke Podcast and in this act we usually talk about our future lives with it. Mm-hmm. That does feel like, not that I would ever want to not move back to New York. Right. I feel like there's so much left there for me. Yeah. But for now, I would love the opportunity to do like a big chunk of time, like a movie. Yeah, you know, where you can like kind of plant your roots for three months at a yep. time, get a real enriched New York experience, yep. and then go back where it's comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then go chill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I, think, I lived here, I was always like, oh man, just to go to New York to shoot a movie would yeah. be great. Like that, just so felt romantic me so, that idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I right.
2: found with going back though, it's like I don't like visiting. Mm. I kind of don't like visiting either place, mm. either L.A. or New York. There's, like, you have to be in it for mm-hmm. a certain, like... You mm-hmm. like, live in it. Um, like, for New York, it's like a, a couple yeah. months yeah. before you're like, okay, all right, I'm back I'm in the New Yorker now. of things. Yes, yes. right, right. Um, the
0: thing that I honestly miss the most just this morning, I have, I mean, like the theater in New York and it's like so ominous and cliche to say but just the theater scene like you going there when you're a teenager to see Broadway shows it's like that's still kind of the only that's what I really want to do in New York I'm like reading this review this morning of like Oscar Isaac doing Hamlet at the public with Keegan-Michael Key I'm like oh man yeah, like the, the right. cultural vibrancy and like there is a God, you're right about comedians the doing that. Broadway and Broadway doing comedy and everything happening everywhere it's just like there's a kinetic energy to the oh, arts community in New York that's you're so right obvious about that. to say and like the most well observed thing about New York City ever but it's so true. It's, it still remains there true. There are those
1: cliches that are just true. New it York is. has the most magical nights with the most unexpected things happening. Yeah. L.A. has great weather and avocados. Yeah, those that, things are true. Those are just true. true. And it's yeah. great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, How the hell did I pick avocados over culture? What happened to <laughs> that? You just simplified my also, decision. I, I, now. I'm going right.
2: to blow you guys' minds right now. They have avocados in New York. It's <laughs> not as good, man. Not as <laughs> good, bro. The new
1: hosts of the No Joke 5 Yeah. The
2: interesting
1: thing about New York in the future, because I've thought about this, it's like we're still... You know, young and m- mostly single yep. men. I mean, I, whatever, I am. But, uh, <laughs> but like, you know, like a dark having, a f- having a family or, you know, growing, like really being a, a functioning adult. Yeah. yeah. People have done it. I know people who've grown up in New York. I know people who have families. Yeah. But it's like, we grew up in Atlanta with
0: yards and yeah. it's very
1: different. I, I don't know. I don't know if, I don't I know. I don't know what I want.
0: Raising a kid in New York, I remember whenever I would meet someone, still to this day, whenever I meet someone who was like born and raised in New York City uh-huh. proper. Yeah. They, I mean, like, I, uh, I will forever feel inferior. I feel yeah. like my inferiority complex shines through. I'm like, yeah. you're like a New York City kid? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My
1: sister so cool. just moved. She lived there for 15 years, uh-huh. had a two-year-old and a four-year-old, and she moved just two weeks ago from living on the Upper West Side her whole life. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and it's like the strollers up the subway cars. It just gets so real, like you said. Yeah. yeah where it's like, there's no soccer fields. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just like, to me, it's like, I think being an adult means having a trunk. Mm-hmm. Ah. you just know, like literally have a trunk oh, where you could like God. throw Trunks are so
2: sweet <laughs> right
1: when you don't have <laughs> it's a trunk amazing. it's like i coveted a trunk so hard and i got one i was like i'm putting rope in my trunk i don't,
2: yeah, I ro- I don't even need rope i'm putting uh, rope in that trunk i've yeah. got an emergency earthquake to go bag <laughs> exactly. in my trunk put
1: here. it in the trunk yeah <laughs> it is like people it's great in la or anywhere really besides new york to be like i have to go to uh home depot today and target blah blah, blah and just throw shit in your car doable in new york it's like i'm I'm just carrying that shit. Pack, <laughs> it's that pack is the trunk. Good luck. Yeah. 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 And it's like, yeah, it's the to me, the last time I went, I was carrying my laptop in my backpack and I was like, okay, this is like fun. I'm on the go. I'll stop at a coffee shop. I'll do some work. Then it rained. Yeah. And I was just like, oh cool, I have a three thousand dollar computer <laughs> yeah. in my back. I have to like literally jump out of the way of raid again. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, it's such petty complaints, but yes. these are the things you're reminded of.
0: Let me yeah. ask you, not to put you guys on the spot, but if you Bill de Blasio's out, Britannic is the new mayor of New York City, you guys <laughs> okay. got it's gonna happen. Oh, like, con- first of all, congratulations. What, uh, what campaign. an incredible Great. Oh, amazing from <laughs> yeah. Whedon to the to the mayor <laughs> yeah.
2: really incredible. There's not an election they <laughs> no, just uh, appointed. Yeah. Josh yeah. Whedon
0: appointed you mayor. Yeah, <laughs> so now you're mayor of New York. What are some of the sweeping changes that you'd like to see moving forward as New Yorkers, as mayors, as co mayor? What what are some of your first like? What are some of the first top sort of line items? Uh, on your agenda? Well, finally, I, think we... I would get rid of parades.
2: Scrap <laughs> them, all, oh,
0: oh, them. That's a <laughs> celebration. All Wait, of you have the to re-
1: replace it with something. That's a very important
0: thing to sp- Specific groups. So a group Puerto Rican Parade day. the St. Patrick's Parade is huge Nick. yeah we're gonna we get a lot of pushback from I would say out.
2: I would legislate <laughs> so you have better rights or whatever You, I'll give you whatever you want I don't such know. that People you don't parades. have a rights parade rights can yeah. it ruins my commute one day <laughs> like
1: okay what about unofficial parades like the Santa Parade SantaCon is Santa that Con out is,
2: that's, is out <laughs> like crazy
1: Nick used to go so hard I, I, yeah. I would wake up at 5pm and be like where are you and you'd be like I'm in the middle of SantaCon
2: I've been at Santa Con since 9 a.m. I'm the one, one the dressed, dressed as an elf. You yeah. went Santa?
1: Oh, Nick would go. I, an elf, you and Grant thing, yeah. would go. And I'd join you like, as the as when you should start drinking, like as the yeah. sun was setting. And you guys would be a fucking I've never met someone who's pro santacon Well, this is the well, thing. I'm not pro-Santa Not con. anymore.
2: I, not to be a hipster about it, but I was doing Santa Con before it was 100% douchey. Uh-huh. Okay. I did it... I did it before. I the people I respected said that it was douchey. Got I was it. sort of like, "That's awesome!" Dressing up as Santa's, we're gonna go bar hopping. Great, <laughs> great. right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> you and you were Santa as well. I can't no, believe no, this. No, no, oh. I,
2: just, I just showed
1: up in, in a t-shirt. So Saddles you would outlaw parades, but you participate. <laughs> There's some sort of sinister no if,
2: I think don't look too deep into it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> think paper trail, but I exactly. know I've been on the inside of it you know there's no <laughs> know. preacher like a convert okay. exactly <laughs>
1: all right Mayor Brian
0: yeah no parades god okay, what am I going to change about yeah I mean what? just I mean it can be sort of a it can be a, 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 kind of a micro policy it can be a big sweeping thing whatever you think you're mayor you guys are mayor god what a, oh,
1: I hate being critical of things guys yeah. I mean, You'll, you'll That's find okay. out about me um, New York what do I hate Nick what do I complain about New York <laughs> Adam do you are you a do you have uh, a mayor mayoral policy? Tossing out this question
0: yeah, uh, let me think what if I had to do a thing, I would say um uh, I would say mandatory pepperoni wheels perhaps again uh, these things don't uh, exist again, they're perhaps. not real
1: <laughs> kids this got his mind on the pizza labyrinth what is
0: up with you in that labyrinth? labyrinth I might want to build you know that's not a bad thought maybe you not you take out the strawberry fields from Central Park and instead what? you replace <laughs> it with a giant edible pizza labyrinth edible so tourists can come they can kind of walk through they can eat okay with cheese that's fun there's some pepperoni lining why are you, you taking are out you? strawberry How fields <laughs> so you take out just a, a hunk of nothing that's over there and then in the, the meatpacking I guess I would just want to do that, almost like for the for the symbolism of the gesture, pepperoni just to make wheels. Flash. It would have to be called pepperoni. Can you imagine
2: the competition for that contract? That that fucking pepperoni wheel every contract. Every pizza, every every race famous would like, be like, going after oh pepperoni man. wheels in Central Park. pizza. Uh, I've got another thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go for it. This is mine. Yeah, uh, yeah, scaffolding. Yeah. yeah, I would get rid of scaffolding <laughs> I when they are not doing construction or I, whatever. I disagree. So here's the
1: thing. Brian if we're both mayor, I love scaffolding because I love getting drunk and climbing it, even if there's no. I love it (laughs) I would put more scaffolding in So we're gonna As mayor I would drop Brian
2: off At the playground (laughs) Climb as much as you want
1: Sorry Pete and I are gonna (laughs) gonna Lock him to some scaffolding Do you really climb scaffolding? I mean, it, so you've been, known I mean, to, you that's have, a yes. what do you, say? you have? If there's an I mean followed by an ellipses, that is 100%. How? One time yes. when I was in Florence, I won't go into this. Please. There's you know, was place called the Duomo. It's the dome, Florence. Yes, and they had scaffolding on the side. Of my buddy Pete and I, who, yeah. my other climbing friends, Yeah, like, let's climb that. And I was like, let's do it. And our friend's like, that's really dangerous. And I was yeah. like, we got to right. try. Yeah. And we got like pretty high up, the yeah. outside of El Duomo, and then. Alarms, fucking oh. like flight It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's because it looks like it's so old and hundreds of years old. But yes. there's, uh, there's new technology. Did you get arrested? Thing. No, we ran, baby.
0: Yes, Brian, we ran, yeah. baby. Look how you are! You're so wholesome looking. But there's, <laughs> <demons beneath> there.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> there's dudes, no that is the New York episode. We pulled it off. I think we did. We figured out New York. We cracked some codes, right? I think, we think so. Found a way to improve the city. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, very fun to catch up with you, dudes. Yeah, thanks you for coming through. Cool. For, for the No Thank Joke Podcast. I am Billy Fury. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening.